Welcome to the Embracing Brokenness podcast, where our goal is to engage with all of those willing to venture deeper into their transformational journey with Christ. Here's your host and co-founder of Embracing Brokenness Ministries, Steve Adams. We're going to flip the script a little bit today. If you recall, a few weeks ago, I had Kristen Germain on the podcast and she told her story, which uh, if you haven't caught it, you need to go back and do that. Look it up not long ago. But she invited me to come on to a radio show that she hosts here in our local region. And so I thought it might be fun to play this back for you this time around and give you an idea of a little bit of my journey, but also what the ministry is really all about and hear it from a different perspective, different than I would normally tell it here on this podcast or anything else that we produce, uh, either online or in person. So let's just do that. Let me jump in and uh, have you listen in on this interview. Now, the audio on my end is a little fuzzy because I did dial in remotely, but see what you can get from it and fight through the decibel level, if you will. Welcome to Community Issues and Missions, where people in our community share their personal journeys, their ministries, or their organization. Each guest is passionate about what they have to share. Will you kindly welcome them with me? Today on Community Issues and Missions, I am your host, Kristen Germain. We have with us Steve Adams, and thank you, Steve, for meeting with me remotely. You're all the way out there in Lancaster County, and I sure wish you were in the studio with me today, but it's great that we have this interview with you this way. So thank you, Steve, for being part of the interview today. And Steve, would you please tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself and whatever you want to share with us? We'd love to hear more about you. Sure, I'd be happy to. And thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Yes. And really, um, our stories intersect in a lot of ways, so I'm, I'm thankful that this, uh, this opportunity came along. So, uh, yes, so I am a native of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, I am a big fan of sports in that town, but uh, I grew up uh, as an only child, and so uh, much of my time has been spent over the years in just uh, getting to know Jesus as I did when I was just a youngster um, and in a career that brought me to a lot of different places in business and otherwise, but probably the most important pieces of this would be the fact that I have um, a beautiful daughter and son-in-law who happen to live in Denver, Colorado, nice. and um, you happen to know my wife, Colleen. So I do. What, what can I say? She's, she's an amazing woman that I, um, that I met many, many years ago, but we've only been married now almost seven years, and it's a, it's a cool story. Thankful for what that relationship has brought, um, both in ministry and personally. And next to me here sitting is our girl, Tucker. So he's Can't forget <laughs> Tucker. No. That's awesome. That's awesome. And Steve, I think about when you and I met was I heard you on another radio program. And I was telling, sharing with Lisa this morning that I was listening to it in my car. And I was like, you know what? I need to contact this organization and that's how you and I got to get connected and then became good friends and met your lovely wife, which was before actually you were married. You were just engaged. So this is crazy to think about. It's been seven years. So I guess that's how long we've known each other as well. So that's exciting. 
Um, yeah, so thanks for the reminder. I feel like there's a few more gray hairs, but all for the right reasons. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. So so today we wanted to share a little bit more about what you do um, with Embracing Brokenness Ministries. Can you share how that came to be? What prompted you to start the ministry and how you got involved with that? We'd love to know more about that. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Uh, well, I, you know, I had a long career in business. And so many of those years, I was either in a partnership or on my own as I guess you could say entrepreneur. I was always a bit of a risk taker. That's not something that um, concerned me too much. If there was an opportunity, I would take it. And that worked in my favor sometimes. It didn't work in my favor. So you know how those kind of things go. It was really simple. In the transition over the years, I always knew, you know, I always loved the Lord. I always was part of my um, day-to-day life as a just a youngster. But, you know, those, those stories of life, you know, we go sideways a lot of times. And so for me, it was more about the journey uh, towards wholeness and how that might look. And so, you know, in business, I um, was successful, but I also always had this deep desire to serve God in a deeper way. And, and the opportunity came not that long ago. So as I sold a business back in, in uh, 2011 and further closed one in 2017, it, it became obvious that there were some things that I learned that I could take into um secular world as a consultant or coach, but I didn't want to do it just that way. I wanted to do it from a kingdom perspective. So I did partner with someone. That's when we met uh, in consulting and working with business owners who wanted to, you know, honor God through in their business and through their business. And so um, it, <laughs> what's odd about that is uh, in about 2018, I sensed, and this is a couple years after Colleen and I got married, but Spence got moving me more towards something on a full-time basis. He, he really did. He simply asked me to lay down all of that and pursue what we now call today Embracing Brokenness Ministries, which is a teaching ministry. So I can explain a little bit more about that in a little bit. But but with my wife, who, who is still uh, full-time employed at Water Street Mission, she's um, on the leadership team there and oversees much of what happens in the mission itself. It was a it was a ripe location to take the message of embracing brokenness ministries, and so we teach together there. And um, I've also done the same in prison here in, in local community and other places. And it has just been a really fascinating journey to watch how God took me from this place where I was, you know, successful at times, others not, prioritizing the world you know, point of view, and then recognizing the brokenness that exists out there, even in myself, and I've experienced that, and be able to take that in to more of a full-time mentoring, teaching ministry, where we encourage people to really um, closer to the roots of what really happens in our life when we make the choice to follow Jesus. Yeah, that's amazing, Stephen. I love you and I both had that in common when we first met. I was in the secular world, and now God's called me into you know a full-time ministry job at a church. And so it's very different kind of world, and yet the, the principles are the same. And like you said, to bring kingdom into the world is what we as believers really need to be doing, no matter where we are, you know, whether we're shopping or whether we're at our job or, you know, in wherever, you know, that it's awesome that those principles can always be the same and is what is going to bring people to Jesus. Well, and we have to remind ourselves that we all are, if we are 
Christ, if we are friends of Jesus, and you know, people, there's the word Christian, there's friends, friends of Jesus, which I consider myself saying we do, you know, that opens up our, our lives to, okay, we are all in full-time ministry. This is not a, this is not a, an assignment specifically for that. Some people get paid to do it, others don't, but it doesn't matter. Like, we have a representation of, of Christ in every one of us. You know, one of the, the, the line that we use in the ministry is bringing the gospel of healing to a broken world. Yeah. And ending, uh, I love Paul's letter to Colossians in the first chapter in 28, he says this, you know, him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. That's all of us. Like, you know, we happen to do it in the ministry, right? Uh, to be able to share Christ's love with, with a hurting world. And, and, you know, we all get called to do that differently. Here you are you know, uh, hosting this in other ways. I also know what you're doing and what you've done. It's incredible. Like you were called into, you know, um, for single moms, and then everything kind of continued on, and God built that, that platform even more. It's really encouraging, I think, for any listener here. Just know that their, their purpose goes beyond what we can see a lot of times. Yes. And I think, you know, so many times as Christians or like you said, Jesus friends, um, we don't show our brokenness. We don't feel like we should show that brokenness. And yet that's the very thing that the Lord wants to use to heal the world is through our brokenness, because we've all been in that place at one time in our life, you know, through our journeys. And so I love that you guys are taking this message to a broken world because we are all have that in common we're all broken and so but thank god we have the hope of the world the good news we have jesus who heals us and helps us and so it's exciting and so steve would you share um, maybe a story or two about some of the people maybe you've impacted and even through um, the water street rescue mission um, it would be awesome to hear some of those stories well and I, great question because that's ultimately what you know what we hope and pray for every day and and what we my wife and i Tommy and i put together a curriculum that we teach there but we also do it in other places and part of the process is and you know those that are experiencing homelessness and you know it's not a, it's not an identity it's not who they are it's what they're experiencing right it could be you and i it could be anybody in the world you know through choices of people around us or our own choices we end up in places we never expected to be and so I think we talk about the word brokenness. You know, I have friends who are very wealthy that I consider as least the least reached people's group so often for the opposite reason. Maybe right. not, they certainly experience homelessness, but they've, they've not experienced the love of God because they're chasing something else. Well, that was me in my life, too. And so when I when we had the opportunity to take some this message to the most broken, the most marginalized people in the world at Water Street and even in the prison system, there's a, a hunger, a desire, a willingness. And so I have seen over and over and over again, you know, just people glued to the message of Jesus Christ, just glued to the fact that there is healing available in every space of their life. And, you know, when you, you know, oftentimes we we react in experiences in, in dysfunctional ways. So if we get hurt or wounded, you know, we run to something we're familiar with or we're comfortable with. Uh, for me, it's ice cream. No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, you know, when you think about it, you're, you're, you know, we have those things that we use to cover up the hurt, whether it's drugs, alcohol, and, and 
you know, that can lead to really tough spaces. And so, you know, at the mission, um, I was on ground zero and volunteering there at one time and where people would come right in off the streets and I'd be one of the early ones to greet them because I had some time in my schedule to volunteer there. And you see the look in their face and like, I don't, this wasn't on my bucket list. I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I met people from uh, astrophysicists, don't ask me why, to, to people who, you know, have, who have no one in their life. And I'm still visiting one of those in prison right now. And mm-hmm. I have no one, zero, no one. Wow. And, you know, there, there is just this space that God wants to meet every person in their, in their hurt and their brokenness. And so we, I just had the privilege of stepping in without naming names, just of meeting people in that space where, where they're willing to hear that there's another way. That it's not just, you know, the world is messed up, you know, uh, you know we, we accumulate, we eat, we live, we die, and that's the end of life. No. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that the hope that, that Jesus Christ brings in a message of um, the opportunity to develop an intimacy with him, I think that's really the key here, developing a deeper intimacy with him so we can walk through the tragedies and the difficulties and the times that we land in places we never wanted to be. Right. So, uh, and so that's been my experience in just working with people. And, and sometimes you get a better response or a better level of, of willingness to, to look at change because they don't have options. And so God uses us to reach our, into our own sphere and try to pull out whatever little bit we have, you know, and he, he meets us there. I love that. I just love the opportunity to share those times. I love that, too, and I love that you are so passionate about it, you know, that when you, yeah. when we have the hope, I just, you know, from what I do with Dream Big, it's just one of those things, mm-hmm. bringing God into every part of our lives and being able to have that impact and be passionate about it because that is what's going to draw the world is they're going to be like, Ooh, you know, I want some of that. You know, what do they have? I want that. And so it's exciting that you're so, you know, passionate about this. Oh, so you can tell you, man. Oh, yeah. You know, how do we not? I mean, this, you know, our time's short. Let's face it. You know, we went through this, this period of uncertainty in this, in the world. And, you know, God's given us opportunities to share. People are fearful. You know, yeah. God's main attribute is love. What is the opposite of love? It's fear. Right. And we have an opportunity as believers to share his love in ways that we wouldn't otherwise be able to do that in time. In time is short. So the enthusiasm um, is is not lacking in me, but in every believer, we should all be looking at that opportunity. What does that mean in our life? Because we're, we're designed with purpose. Every one of us creating his image. And so as, as image bearers, we have we have an attribute. We have something that's unique in every one of us that... And, your case mm-hmm. you know it's obvious when you you were able to do um meet people and encouraging them to to dream outside of the box yeah. you know you're it's amazing what you, we, you know when we first met and to see where you are today what god has done you're like just because you laid it down just because you surrendered it not, you didn't take control of it you're yeah. willing to, to give it up you know and it's one thing to be a prisoner in a mission it's it's almost like okay i'm just this is it it's easy mm-hmm. but when you have stuff like we do in our society and, and in America, we have this, this uh, wealth that goes beyond our own recognition. We get, you know, we get all upset when something doesn't go right. Trust me, we are, we are wealthy beyond wealthy, even people at what the mission are, in, in, you know, compared to the rest of the world. Yes. We have to set aside that and understand that you know, ease, comfort, and pleasure is not what we're called to. We're called to step out in faith and, and go to the marginalized and least reach. Give them the message. Give them the love. Amen, Steve. You're awesome. 
I love the message and we um, are running out of time, but if you can tell us that how we could get in touch with you, you know, maybe share a, a website, yeah. phone number, email, yeah. however, let us know how we can get in touch sure. with you. Well, the easiest way is if you go to the website, which is embracingbrokenness.org. Uh, you can, there's an email uh, contact there, but you can contact me at steve at embracingbrokenness.org. Um, but you're also all over the place. Because it's a teaching ministry, we're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and YouTube channel, and all those links are on the on our website. Uh, we have a daily email that we do and, and free tons of free, free resources because it's it's free. They can't do them, so we're free. Right. You know, we want to we want to encourage you to, to just plug into the ministry and, and ways that we can help. Just let us know. You know, we teach, we speak, we do seminars, we do stuff that, that helps people engage more in this message of developing that intimacy with God. That is awesome. Well, I'm so thankful, Steve, that you took the time to join us remotely today. We're excited about your ministry and what God's going to do through you. And we just want to thank our listeners today for being with us and joining us on Community Issues and Missions. Thanks for joining us on Community Issues and Missions. Have a blessed day. This was another episode of the Embracing Brokenness podcast. For more information on Embracing Brokenness Ministries or to subscribe to our blog, podcast, YouTube channel, or engage with us on social media, please visit our website at embracingbrokenness.org. Thanks for joining us.